0: Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Whether you're a pastor or a volunteer leader in your local congregation, we're thrilled that you're viewing Ministry in Motion. Ministry in Motion has a a wealth of resources, ideas, bright fresh ideas that I'm sure will enhance your ministry. Our topic today is Excelling as a Generalist in Ministry. And our special guest is Dr. Ivan Williams. Ivan, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Glad to be here again, Anthony. And it's
0: great to see you. It really is. Thanks. Ivan,
1: what, what does a generalist mean to
0: you? Wow.
1: Boy, that conjures up a bevy of ideas. But a generalist is a pastor, a ministry leader, who can do many things well and who views ministry not necessarily as the specialized approach, but they are a practitioner who who really wants to get it right and who wants to serve the Lord fully committed in leading board meetings, preaching sermons, um, doing funerals, counseling. Um, there are myriads of things that come at pastors, and being able to lead well um, in those many things I believe is what I call a generalist. Right, okay, thanks. <clears throat> is there a text that comes to mind? Yeah, in fact uh, this scripture in Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, um, reading from the New King James Version the Bible says be diligent to present yourself approved of God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth Uh, as we talk about this wonderful subject of being a great generalist as a pastoral leader being approved of God is the most important foundation to ministry Mm. sometimes we like to feel appreciated and we test the waters to see (laughs) you know even Jesus asked his disciples who do people say that I am you know sometimes we want to say hey are we making a difference here but I think Paul here brings it out to this young pastor Timothy and says don't worry about the other things but present yourself to God and be approved of God and that's the most important thing. Yeah it's to God that we do ministry
0: isn't it? Yes. Not necessarily for God but with God but orientated around
1: God in our ministry. He's called us to be co-laborers with him, Anthony. Mm, yeah. So that, that's huge. Yeah, now while we are looking at
0: generalists, we, we don't want to be negative towards specialists. Correct. Okay, so, but really to be a good specialist, you still need to be a generalist,
1: right? Yeah, in fact, I don't believe you can be a great specialist until really you have understood what it means to be a great generalist because in order for me to specialize in youth ministry or administrative pastoral ministry um, in order for me to be a great associate pastor um, I think that person needs to know where to fit in. How does a youth pastor fit in well with a team if they haven't experienced what maybe the lead pastor or Uh, Another pastor who has to do youth ministry and administration Mm. has gone through. And so I think everyone needs an opportunity to kind of have that broad brush approach uh, in experiencing what general ministry is all about. Because if they haven't, it's very hard to plug them in to to the entire team. Yeah.
0: So, Ivan, you're talking here about all who are involved with ministry, whether you're a, a pastor, an elder, a deacon, deaconess, somebody yes. active in the local church, while it's important to have um, and to, to specialise, because even elders specialise, some deacons specialise as well, some deaconess specialise in certain aspects of ministry, the importance of doing the basics well is very significant. Now. That's the second point we want to come to, is functioning well in the basics. But let me throw in an extra question there with that, is what would
1: you call the basics? Ah, Yeah, I think doing the work of the ministry. Uh, When someone's sick, you visit them. Um, When someone needs special prayer, you pray for them. Mm. Um, When someone needs um, pastoral care, Uh, You care for them. I think the basics are um, doing the work of ministry, which requires that we empathize. It requires that we uh, show sympathy, as Jesus did. Um, It requires that we roll our sleeves up and work hard and get busy, whether administratively. Uh, Sometimes it even requires us to get involved physically. Yeah. The church building may need help. (laughs) Exactly. And, um, you know, while, you know, when I began ministry, I wasn't a carpenter. But when we had to put in new air conditions, um, all of the deacons were called out. So you better believe I'm going to be there with the deacons. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but they can tell me Mm -hmm. and I can help.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What you seem to be describing here, Ivan, for, for me anyway, is availability to God's leading
1: yes yes being available is 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 half the battle and I think it will save a lot of heartache and headache in ministry by being present people just want to know you know the old saying is they don't want to know how much you know they really want to know do you care yeah and then they'll be interested in maybe what you have to share with them yeah yeah. Ah,
0: yeah. oh, very helpful.
1: <laughs> now, when we come back after the
0: the break, I want to talk more about adaptability. Sure. As a pastor, an elder, a deacon, deaconess, being adaptable to what might come your way in ministry. Great. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. We're delighted that you've joined us. Our topic today is Excelling as a Generalist in Ministry. And our special guest is Dr. Ivan Williams. Ivan, we want to talk more about um, adaptability as a generalist. And this is an important point that you, you made, and I just want to make sure I get it right. You say a good generalist is much more adaptable than a specialist. Unpack that for us (laughs) without upsetting the specialist too much.
1: Yes, I don't don't want to start a war, but let me tell you what I mean by that. I believe that a generalist who has been exposed or experienced uh, many different things in ministry is going to be able to adapt better than a specialist where they've only had the opportunity to focus on their specialty. Um, I believe a youth pastor should be able to conduct a funeral. I believe an administrative pastor or leader ought to be able to preach the word. Um, I believe an associate pastor who leads small groups needs to be able to say to the board and lead a board meeting properly. The cross-pollination, the cross-experiences as a generalist will help a specialist to be a better specialist. Mm. Um, And so for me, being adaptable means that whatever I've experienced in ministry, uh, you know, when when you are a generalist and you pastor alone or you pastor a district or you lead an elders group, Um, and maybe your pastor is sharing another congregation, you know, you need to be able to adjust. Ministry is not cookie cut. Ministry comes at you left, right, and in the center, up and down. There is no set way that ministry approaches you as a person. And I think it's huge that we be adaptable people And I just think that when you learn how to do many things well, some people say you're jack of all trades and master of none. Well, that will help you in your area of specialty. If you've never had the exposure, when it comes time for you to do something else outside of your specialty, it will be foreign to you. But what you seem to be describing, Ivan, is that every
0: opportunity that comes our way in ministry, even if we're a so-called spectator, Mm -hmm. attending a church board, for example, we can vote, we can comment, but an associate can look and see how the chairman operates and it can be a growing opportunity, a learning opportunity. So rather than just, I guess, being passive Mm -hmm. participants, Looking at every opportunity in ministry as a growth opportunity, as a learning opportunity.
1: Yes, and don't keep your team member unexposed. Don't say, well, you don't need to come to this meeting because it doesn't deal with your area. No, expose that person to many different areas so that they will be a better leader. And one day they may have to lead in general. And if they've never had that experience or that exposure, uh, it would be that much more of a learning curve for that person. Exactly. You know. Yeah. In in some,
0: if we could draw some illustrations here in in the sporting world, mm-hmm. some of the the highest achieving sports people are the ones that are adaptable, yeah. uh, well coached, well trained. Mm-hmm. You know, physically fit for the for the tasks that they're called to do. Yeah. But adapting, even the
1: last minute, can, can make a huge difference in the performance. I, I think that's so true. Um, we have not been called to be prima donnas. Exactly. We've been called to be servants. And servants should be adaptable. Um, servants should have a you first, not me, not I, but Christ. Um, sort of approach to ministry. And adaptability has a lot to do with attitude, Anthony. Mm. Um, if I am old things, if I feel like it's my right um, instead of the great privilege, um, I'll drop this on you here on your program. I believe that when we see it as a right, to be in position of leadership rather than a called privilege, we become organizational idolaters. Wow. And we lose sight of why God called us and what our real function is uh, in ministry, in being adaptable. Um, sometimes it's about me, but it's not about me. It's about, Lord, what do you want me to do and how do you want to use me in ministry?
0: Ivan, I I can't help this. I'm writing some of these pearls down (laughs) that you're throwing my way here. We're not called to be prima donnas. That's so true. But but servants. Yes. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. And when we expect to keep, maintain, or have certain positions, we're organizational
1: idolaters. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's hit me hard. I say it out of experience. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, first of all, we should never be threatened, speaking of adaptability, we should never be threatened by others' giftedness. Mm-hmm. In fact, I believe, Anthony, as a great generalist, as a, as a minister leading, whether it's a conf- congregation, a conf- conference office, uh, whether it's a elders' retreat to elders' board, we should desire the best gifts around Absolutely. us. And I should never feel threatened and keep people back yeah. because of their giftedness. Yeah. Adaptability means that I have some self-awareness to say, hey, God has equipped and gifted me in this area, but this person is gifted and equipped to, to serve in another area. Let's come together and work together as a team.
0: You know, and it is such a blessing when you see leaders, as you say, whether they're local church leaders, conference, or in administrative positions, mm-hmm. that are not threatened by that giftedness of others. And, yes. and you see them, you know, encouraging and endorsing and supporting the giftedness of others you know, and the transforming power that wow. that brings yes. to, to that geographical region, whether it's a local community or a mm-hmm. conference,
1: it's, it's such a blessing when there's that authenticity there. Um, I tell you, being a specialist without having that, I call it an ideology, a mantra to serve, um, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble, because when you desire to have those around you who serve well, and who has, who are as committed as you are, uh, it just makes the load that much lighter. Exactly. And it makes the ministry achievable. Right. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Ivan. When we come back after the break, we want to explore the importance of diligent service. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is excelling as a generalist in ministry. And our special guest is Dr. Ivan Williams. Ivan, I really had fun exploring that adaptability one, but I'd like to move on now to the importance of diligence, yes. faithfulness in applying the gifts or doing ministry. Talk to us about that, please.
1: Well, doing the work is a huge part of being a great generalist, a great uh, leader, spiritual leader, uh, ministerial leader. Being lazy, this is the wrong calling Yeah. <laughs> yeah. to be lazy. And I've experienced some uh, in ministry who haven't been go getters. And unfortunately, they didn't last very long. I think it's hugely important to know that we find a balance in doing the work because sometimes we go overboard and work too much and become imbalanced. Balance is a key word, isn't it? It's huge. It's yeah. huge. Uh, being diligent doesn't mean to be foolish. It just means that you are going to be faithful to the task, and um, and I, I I say it like this: don't be afraid of work.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right, that balance, because there is the spectrum: laziness to heart attack, workaholic. That's correct. And it's in there. You can. There is still space for diligence. Yes. Without that. That heart attack breaking point you know
1: you know you're you're hitting on some D words for me uh, diligence and I believe another word is delegate Uh, a diligent person should not do all of the work I think to delegate uh, responsibilities duties um, empowering others Um, is a part of ministry.
0: You're really leading into our next point, (laughs) which is to to build a team around you.
1: Yes. Talk to us about that. Well, as we stated earlier, um, encouraging uh, the great gifts to be a part of your team. Um, I said on another broadcast uh, that in choosing a team, don't choose five more Anthonys. Or 10 more Ivans. 10 more Ivans is all right, but five, no. not five more Ivans. <laughs> no, I don't want people exactly like me yeah. to be a part of my ministry team. A, I don't grow like that. Um, B, I think the ministry is shortchanged. Um, and then lastly, I believe that the work is stunted. Mm. Um, to have many different minds, thoughts, um, You know, we're told, uh, the prophet has said, we are not to just be mere reflectors of other people's thoughts. And so I don't want anyone to be a mere reflector of my thoughts. Uh, I want them to have their own thoughts. And the Spirit gives impressions and he leads. Um, But God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit... They are a team, Mm. united in the salvation of the human family. Um, When Jesus came, he chose a team. He chose 12. Um, And so over and over, thematically through the Bible, we see that this team concept is huge in ministerial work. Yeah. Diversity is is
0: more than just a a political goal or aim, isn't it? Yes. You, You know, particularly... When you think of spiritual gifts, the giftedness, the, the embracing nature that ministry can bring, the importance of a harmonious diversity. Yes. I think is critical in a local church. Important, I mean, by that.
1: It is. You know, Isaiah 1.18, the Bible says, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. If the Lord desires to reason, why can't team members come together and, and reason? Yeah. Um, I believe Paul also wrote, as much as possible, live in harmony with one another. Exactly. And so it's, it's agreeableness. Um, and as a generalist, you learn that working with people is a huge part of the ministry. Uh, if you can't get along with people... It's going to be a tough journey, right?
0: Now, the the next point that we've agreed to cover in our program, <laughs> Ivan, is equipping areas that you're gifted in, and that that flows on from. It's more than just delegating now. Yes. This this is really empowering, equipping, yes, s- strengthening those that might even be a little diverse to ourselves.
1: Yes, I, I believe, Anthony, I cannot give to a person what I don't have. And some people like to spend a lot of time uh, shoring up their uh, growth areas. Maybe some would call it weak areas. But I think we ought to focus on helping others in our areas of strength because um, in my area of, of functioning strength or or your area of giftedness, uh, people can learn different things from different leaders. Mm. And I want to pour out my uh, listening skills to be able to help decipher this huge conflicting situation. And I want a younger pastor or a new pastor to see how we work through this together Mm. so that they can handle conflict when they leave and go on their own one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Ivan, I just want to really thank you. Thank you for bringing this topic to us. When we invited you on the program, for you to come up with this suggested topic, it's really been helpful to Ministry in Motion and I'm sure to our viewers out there as well. And you know, I I can... This program has, has really helped me personally to understand the value of the generalist pastor because Mm. as I reflected on my formative years, it was the generalist pastor that had the biggest impact on my life looking back Mm. and um, a succession of them. So, thank you Ivan and God bless you. God bless you. And thank you for joining us for another program of Ministry in Motion. Ministry in Motion is available on Hope Channel TV as well as our website ministryinmotion.tv. On that website, there's an array of resources, books that you can download. All of the programs that have ever been filmed of Ministry in Motion are available there as well, 24-7, for you to grow and enlarge your ministry. We're so pleased that you joined us, and we hope that you'll join us next time. But until then, may God richly bless you.